Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to The Shit Show. Welcome to the world of the media. Hi everyone. Hi guys. Welcome back to the shit show. Another day, another spicy episode. (laughs) Another conspiracy theory. Yes. So we thought we might just jump right on into this one. What are we talking about today, Rubes? Today we're talking about Pizzagate. Pizzagate is a debunked, that is in capital letters, debunked, conspiracy theory that Hillary Clinton and other high-ranking officials in America were sexually abusing children and running a child sex trafficking ring in the basement of a Washington DC pizza restaurant. Wow we really did jump right into (laughs) that like we did not beat around the bush. No so that that's what it is. That's what we're talking about today. It's been debunked. Yes but we're gonna talk about how it started why it started and how this little pizza restaurant got pulled into the mix. Yeah, and then I'm going to go into why it's kind of resurfacing now and how our favourite social media app TikTok is helping to give it a new voice with the younger generation. So that's what we're in store for today. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? Okay, Ruby, tell us a bit about how the Pizzagate conspiracy theory got cooked. (laughs) (laughs) There was like bad attempt at making a pizza pie. How did the Pizzagate conspiracy theory start? (laughs) Okay, well, it actually starts with a thing called Wienergate. Wiener. Wienergate. Wienergate. So what is Wienergate, you ask? Well. I didn't, but obviously <laughs> I want to know. We all want to know what Wiener Gate is. Anyway, bad chat. So it's a guy called Anthony Wiener, who is a former Democratic member of the House of Representatives. Okay. And so this is really getting into the background, but I feel like it sets us up really nicely to figure out what exactly Pizzagate is and how kind of fucked it is. So Anthony Wiener, Wiener. was a very bad man and basically in his career he was caught up in a flurry of scandals for sexting women. oh okay yeah this all came to a head in 2016 when the daily mail alleged that wiener had been sexting a 15 year old girl okay so he's a bad man yeah he sounds like a wiener <laughs> he's a minimum wiener <laughs> oh, i had it. to do it bad chat yeah okay shit chat so the FBI start investigating into Wiener and seizes his devices, but also his wife's devices. And his wife is Huma Aberdeen, who was at the time one of Hillary Clinton's top aides. And this, of course, 2016 is the lead up to the presidential election where Hillary Clinton is the Democratic nominee against Donald Trump. Okay. And actually, a side note, because I think this is really interesting, and I think our followers will too, and I know you'll find this interesting too. So it was the seizing of Wiener's laptop, and when the FBI looked into this, 
That's when they found the private email server of Hillary Clinton that no. led to um, the FBI director, James Comey, to reopen the investigation into Hillary Clinton email Emails. scandal. Holy shit. Which is actually what Hillary cites as one of the big reasons why she lost the presidential race. That so anyway. and the fact that Donald Trump wouldn't shut up about the emails, it was all anyone ever heard. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. So sidebar. That all happened. Right. And then on October 30th, 2016, a white supremacist Twitter account claimed that former Clinton aide Huma Aberdeen's emails, so the wife. ex-wife of Weiner. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's like we've been so mature about it. I'm proud of us, but yeah. Weiner's yeah. ex-wife. Yeah. So this Twitter account claimed that these emails pointed to a pedophile ring and Hillary Clinton is the center of it. And they used Weiner's escapades as evidence for this pedophile ring. As a leg to stand on. Yeah. Bit of a stretch, but okay, we'll get into that yeah. a bit more. So this kind of originated on Twitter, this conspiracy, and it just took off through platforms like 4chan, Reddit, and then, you know, filtered down to then again Twitter, Facebook, and especially right-wing and pro-Trump websites and blogs really... Classic kind of fueled this fire. Mm. Hillary Clinton and this pedophile ring that she was running really took hold and it was all based on this Wiener background with really no evidence other than that. So then this carries on and was taken to a whole nother level when people started looking into the emails of Clinton's campaign chief, John Podesta. So these were on WikiLeaks and people started combing through these emails and people found that a number of them mentioned pizza or Italian food. And while this is actually not that weird because according to the New York Times, the Podesta brothers were famous in Washington due to their Italian cooking. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, so anyone who's going to actually do the digging will realize that their mention of pizza in these, like, they weren't political emails, they were unrelated emails, but this mention wasn't actually that weird. But for the trolls on 4chan and... For people grasping at straws. Yeah, these food-related terms were taken to have a double meaning. So there was a number of mentions within the email chain of cheese pizza. And on 4chan, the term CP is code for child pornography. So a number of the trolls who were looking into this made this crazy connection mm. that cheese pizza was actually code for child pornography. Just there, because of its initials, CP. Just because of the, yeah. its initials. There was a number of other words that they identified as possible double speak for what they were talking about in the email. For example, hot dog meant boy, pizza meant girl, cheese meant little girl, pasta meant little boy, ice cream meant male prostitute. Uh, you know, there's yeah. sauce meant orgy, you know, there's a whole lot of fucked up oh, shit that honestly, was made i don't know they must have had a fucking field day looking through these emails and just trying to come up with this stupid code yeah and so a number of times a washington pizzeria called comet ping pong was mentioned and this pizzeria comet ping pong became the center of it all people believed that an email about a pizza fundraiser that was being held there was actually code for a sex party. Oh my, it's actually fucking, <laughs> like, just listening to what you're saying, like, I know I've read about it, but hearing you fucking say it is like, this is wild. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's so but dumb. anyway, so people were, like, fully 
believing that this Washington pizzeria Comet Ping Pong was the location where Hillary Clinton was running her sex trafficking ring. And it involved not only Hillary Clinton, but a whole number of top officials. And it just kind of got out of control. I want to go into a few of the little connections that people made as their quote-unquote proof. Okay, please, please do. Enlighten us. So on the signage of the pizza shop, there's a little moon and a little star symbols, um, which trolls said were examples of satanic symbols. So that Comet Ping Pong was part of this kind of satanic world, whatever. Why not just chuck another fucking yeah, conspiracy I mean, in there? Why not? There's a photo of Obama playing table tennis. Trolls use this to connect him to the restaurant and allegedly the trafficking scheme. However, it's proven that this photo was actually taken in the White House. Uh-huh. Um, How dare he play ping pong when uh, there's a place in Washington called Comet Ping Pong? <laughs> People claimed that there were captured children kept in the basement of the pizza place and that there were secret tunnels underneath the shop. It has also been proven that Comet Ping Pong had no basement. People were even linking the Podesta brothers to the abduction case of Madeline McCain. Okay, I didn't go into this, but I saw this when I was doing my research and I was like, honestly, people will spin anything. No, and people fully believe this. Because of this, the owner of the store, his family and his staff members and his staff members' family members as well, received hundreds and thousands of death threats because of this. Even though the owner had never met Clinton herself. That's bullshit. He just said that one day they just started getting all these death threats and it did not stop. And so I totally know how ridiculous this all sounds, but I also don't want you to underestimate the power of fake news Mm -hmm. in the wrong hands and the power of conspiracy. Because as much as it sounds like this is utter bullshit coming out of my mouth, to many this conspiracy was considered absolute fact. So much so that a man from North Carolina called Edgar Welch, decided to self-investigate into Comet Ping Pong. And he drove from North Carolina to Washington, D.C. after being convinced from online forums about this conspiracy. And with him, he carried a military-style assault rifle and a handgun. He arrived there. He shot off around into the store. He shot open a lock, found cooking supplies. He whipped open another door. He found an employee bringing in fresh pizza dough when he thought that he would find trapped children. Basically, he was convinced that he was going there to save these children. He thought he was going to expose the yeah. theory and save the children. And that's radicalization yeah. at its most extreme. Exactly. Yeah, so luckily nobody was hurt and he eventually surrendered to the police. But it does show fake news has real consequences. I actually listened to a podcast about this guy and this one of the really scary things is that he was, you know, just a normal guy. He was a father of two kids and he really, he just got radicalized into this scary thing. And people don't know when they're being radicalized. No. He, he thought he was genuinely doing a good, a good thing. Mm-hmm. And then politics, bringing politics into it as well, where people can get really really invested in one side or another just adds the little bit more fuel mm-hmm. to that flame and like you said fake news and conspiracies can't really be taken as a joke i feel like people have become so entrenched in their politics and in their biases that like we are kind of blinded from what is real and what is false mm-hmm. and fake news is weaponized and nobody questions information when it aligns with their beliefs when facts that look bad for the other side 
you want to believe it. Of mm-hmm. course pro-Trumpers wanted to believe this was true, that Hillary Clinton was doing this, because it kind of validates your own beliefs as mm-hmm. to why you sit where you sit. Exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah, you seek out what you want to yeah. believe and what's gonna be you're gonna be able to use as weapons. Yeah, yeah. For as, your as yeah, as validations for where you sit on the political spectrum. But yeah, that is basically the background to the Pizzagate and mm. what happened leading up to the presidential election of 2016, how Hillary Clinton was all bought into it. However, it has really transformed. It's made a bit of a comeback and I think it's really good that you brought up fake news and how it can be used as a political weapon and how it's important to take it seriously and not just brush it off as a joke because what we're about to go into next is all about how it's taken on a whole new audience with almost a whole new angle, which is scary because once again, it's happening right before an election Mm -hmm. season. Okay, Lou, so what is Pizzagate looking like now in 2020 when the world is absolutely falling to pieces? How can Pizzagate make it that much worse? No, why do we need to be talking about Pizzagate now when everything else is going on? Oh, who fucking knows? Well, a conspiracy theory is exactly what the world needs right now, obviously. Pizzagate. We've been getting a lot of DMs asking if we're going to talk about Pizzagate. And at the start, I was kind of like, that happened years ago. Mm. Like, why are we talking about it again? I I had never even heard of it. Hadn't you? I, I only found out about it, like, literally... I found out about it from TikTok, funny enough. Of course I do. (laughs) And that's what we're about to go into. So the conspiracy theory that is Pizzagate is coming back to life now, but it's being fueled by a younger generation and not by the trolls and stuff that we were talking about on 4chan chats before, but it is spreading quite dangerously on TikTok and in kind of Facebook groups that are run by QAnon. Okay. Have you heard of QAnon? No, I don't know what QAnon is. Well, okay, QAnon, I know it's annoying people say this, but you could honestly do a whole podcast on it or series. Rabbit Hole actually do a really good series going into what QAnon is. But it's just, it's another far-right conspiracy theory that pretty much says there is a secret war taking place between Trump um, and a group of powerful people who supposedly actually pull all the strings. So it's saying that Donald Trump is there to take the power away from these these deep state people pulling all the strings. Whoa! It's got a lot of really dangerous subscribers. Like, people really, older people really believe in QAnon. They go to Trump rallies with a giant Q written on them. So are they pro-Trump or anti-Trump? Pro-Trump. Because Trump is going to fix all the problems that they see happening in the deep state. Anyway, they're not a huge part to this theory. Okay. I just thought I'd bring it up because... We love a tangent, a side tangent. Yes. Um, and lots of the people that subscribe to Pizzagate are now subscribed to QAnon because they obviously just need something to believe in that is pro-Trump. So that's kind of a little bit political, but yeah. what we really do want to talk about today is the young people and how they are making Pizzagate a thing again. Yeah. Go back home to mommy. Okay, so there have been a few um, factors that have contributed to the re-emergence of Pizzagate. So one, there was a new documentary promoting it that was called Out of Shadows that was passed around the QAnon community. But what's been more impactful is TikTok and Justin Bieber, of all people. So I want to get into the Justin Bieber slash Pizzagate relationship because... 
I didn't know shit about it, but people have really looked into this. Again, guys, this is a theory. Like, everything that I'm about to say, people are very creative when they are putting two and two together and getting 70, but it is really interesting to look into because... Well, when, when you're looking for something, you're you're going to find... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're looking for something, you're on a mission to find it. Like, Most you're likely, only looking to yeah. back up your claims. You're not looking for anything to debunk it. Yeah. So, the conspiracy theory with Justin Bieber really came to a head when he was promoting his new song, Yummy. You know the song? Yeah, you got that. Yeah, okay. Oh my yeah. god, Enzo just ran away. <laughs> Me and Ruby singing literally just scared my kid away. Fair enough, Enzo. So, while promoting um, Justin's new song, Yummy, he was posting on his Instagram, Yummy, written in pizza. Like, a couple of times on his Instagram feed, which I think, you know, started uh, fueling the fire. And then, do you guys remember, he was also promoting a lot a lot of babies on his Instagram with just the word yummy under it. It was fucking weird. Did no. you see that? No. Oh, my God. Well, you can look at his Instagram because when he was promoting yummy, he did the weirdest fucking promo for it. And he just posted all these random babies and wrote yummy underneath all the babies. And so people kind of took, okay, his kind of two first forms of promotion are pizza and oh. yummy and babies and yummy. Oh. And then they were kind of like, okay. I mean, it's still ridiculous, but like. Still ridiculous. But the diehard believers know that Justin had quite a hard upbringing in the limelight. They know that he struggled with a lot of things to do with his mental health. And you know when you're a fan of something and you want to look out for your person, so they took this as a sign that he wanted to say something. Okay, so was this kind of, was this taken as a call for help? Yeah, this whole thing is taken as a call for help. Oh, from Justin. And is it his diehard fans that are really behind this Pizzagate thing? Well, whether it's his diehard fans or whether the diehard fans started it and TikTokers that have a platform kind of, took the tweets that had started to unravel it and then made them viral on TikTok. Okay, okay. So anyway, his promotion for Yummy, a bit weird. Yep. And yeah. then his music video for Yummy is really weird. Mm. But like, again, it sounds like I'm being radicalized here, to be honest. <laughs> um, this is just a theory, but like, fuck. <laughs> well, okay, it, yeah. It's weird. It's not Pizzagate weird, but yeah. it's, it's odd. Yeah, it's odd. So in his music video for Yummy, it's basically Justin Bieber going into this restaurant on his own. Everyone sitting in the restaurant is older people. And then as he was walking into the restaurant, it panned over to a band of children playing music, looking quite uncomfortable. And to be honest, it's just a weird music video. Yeah. Right. So there's a few, th I'm not going to go into everything about this music video because some of them really were just fucking really reaching. But um, so in the music video, there's a few people that it kind of focuses on apart from Justin Bieber. One of the people allegedly is dressed really similarly to John Podesta. He wears these circle glasses that are really a statement, John Podesta. Yeah, and Hil Hillary Clinton's um, campaign manager. Yeah, that we mentioned earlier. And so there's a guy sitting at one of the tables that looks kind of scarily like him. Again, this is all just grasping at straws. There's another person in the music video, a waiter, 
who looks like L.A. Reid, who Justin Bieber fans have said in the past that L.A. Reid has been really weird about Justin Bieber, like said shit like he is like a beautiful woman. And then there's another person that is dressed exactly like Jenny McCarthy, who there's a video of Justin on stage getting like groped by this woman. And it's kind of like a joke, like it's meant to be a joke, but Justin like looks at the camera and is obviously uncomfortable. And there was a lo lot of his fans were like, he was violated on stage. Oh, okay. And so there's all these kind of little innuendos about Justin and how he was treated during his upbringing. And then another thing, so the, there's a young girl playing in the band that I mentioned earlier. And then at the very end of the music video, her red dress is seen lying on the floor beside Justin's table. And the only two people in the room left are the guy that's allegedly dressed looking like John Podesta and L.A. Reid. Oh. Allegedly dressed as L.A. Reid. Okay. So it's really interesting the um the the ways that people have tried to really to connect this to Pizzagate. These are all unconfirmed theories, obviously, and you could look into any music videos and probably draw the connections you needed to draw for any conspiracy theory. There is also that interview, Ruby, I think you've seen it, of Justin Bieber crying saying he wants to protect Billy. Yeah, so that was the first time that I was ever introduced into Pizzagate. Mm. I saw this on TikTok and I was kind of like, okay, I've never seen this before, that's random. And I looked at the comments and everyone was just saying, Pizzagate, Pizzagate, talking about how Justin was abused yeah. when he was younger and as a celebrity um, and he was crying because he wanted to protect Billy from Pizzagate. Yeah, and that's essentially it. Mm -hmm. Like, that video was just another sign for people that Justin needed help and he wanted to help Billy. It was a cry for help. Mm -hmm. And it just was another kind of connection point for people to connect this yummy music video, Justin's past and the things that have happened to him in the public eye, to the Pizzagate conspiracy theory. There's also, in his Where Are You Now music video, he's basically standing in front of a pizza background and there's like all these art installations behind him that are moving really really quick so to see any of them you have to really slow down the music video and like pause every like millisecond some of them are allegedly justin's written them himself and some of them are other artists that have drawn things just to be in the background while he's singing where are you now and then some of them like if you stop them are quite scary like some of them just say help in the background some of them say if you're reading this it's already too late one freeze frame says just a whole li list of names like Diplo, Ellen, Oprah, Taylor Swift, Robert Downey Jr., Satan. You know how people are kind of making these connections yeah, yeah. between all of these celebrities. So is this kind of almost accusing these people of being part of Part Pizzagate? of this ring or Pizzagate or some form of Justin Bieber's story. It's Damn. just backing up that people think that Justin's crying for help. Yeah. And no one noticed when he let out the Where Are You Now music video. But yeah, the Yummy music video, people have really taken as Pizzagate confirmation. Yeah, as if it's fat. Yeah. And then kind of the nail in the coffin for people when they were trying to connect Justin Bieber to Pizzagate came four minutes into a Instagram live that Justin Bieber did. Um, someone commented, Justin, touch your hat if the yummy conspiracies are true. And then Justin adjusted his beanie. Bearing in mind that there are 
thousands and thousands and thousands of questions going across the screen at any given time. He happened to do it at that time and people have really taken that, screen recorded it. It's gone viral on TikTok. It's If you want to find it, you can find it. That was kind of like the last straw for people that needed it was evidence. Like, it was as if Justin had said yes. Like, yes, this was a cry for help. And so now we get to TikTok, which has actually come up in quite a few of our podcasts recently. Yeah, um, because they can do some bloody good. As yeah. we saw with the K-pop stands, yeah. TikTok came together. Roll Trump, you can check it out last podcast if you yeah. want to. <laughs> Sneaky plug there. But yeah, TikTok is this amazing social media platform that can make things go viral if they want them to Mm -hmm. the people that do tiktok are very good at manipulating the system and this can be for good but it also can be for bad yeah so in the past facebook kind of twitter and youtube your more mainstream social media platforms have been able to get pizza gate i guess a little bit under control you know like Banning Facebook groups and Facebook posts with the word, banning the hashtags, yeah. just moderating. TikTok is so new that it kind of seems like a free-for-all right now. Yeah, it, yeah. it does. Yeah, yeah it, totally, well, it just feels like... It totally does. How do you moderate that much content that's being uploaded and, you know, it's so heavily used? Because of this ease of kind of virality or going viral, the... TikToks that were made that weren't anything other than what I've just explained to you. They were just like bite-sized bits of information about why Pizzagate is a real thing or this new era of Pizzagate is real. Um, TikTok really allowed that to be spread. And because it was such bite-sized bits of information, it really didn't get contested. It was like, you know, you just look at it, you absorb it, and then you either go and do more research looking for things you want to back up, or you just keep scrolling. But now, subliminally, you haven't questioned, is Pizzagate real or not? Oh, I think I heard about Pizzagate. Oh yeah, it's that Justin Bieber conspiracy. And do you think the age of these TikTokers who are a lot younger than maybe the original Pizzagate audience was. Do you think that's kind of helped it kind of decimate so... Widely. Widely, yeah. Yeah, and it's really scary because these kids on TikTok or teenagers or whatever are forming who they are, forming their political opinions. It's a really formative stage. And so conspiracies and TikTok and kind of false information and bite-sized information where things are omitted. Yeah. Like you said, yeah, it's, I think it's quite dangerous. It, it, it is when, you know, theories like this are being taken mm. as fact. Yeah. Because with something as serious as a child sex trafficking ring, when there's false information that is completely taking over the entire, like, kind of... Platform. Platform. With no context. Does that kind of discredit when there might be, you know, real information and real yeah, well, problems happening? I, d- I don't know. I mean, but of course it does because... For lots of these teenagers, and even for you when you saw it, you didn't know the origins of Pizzagate. So you think it's this new thing that's heavily around Justin Bieber yeah. that doesn't have, you know, the scary backgrounds of a gunman going into yeah. the place. And and you don't you don't know that it has already been debunked. No. You don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And these bite-sized things kind of leave you as if you don't need to go and do your research. I read something really good that said that TikTok is a feeding place for people that are hungry for conspiracies because Ooh. we've seen COVID-19 as well yeah. on TikTok and the whole 5G thing. 
luckily most of that that I saw was like people ripping the piss. But yeah, yeah TikTok is probably one to watch. I did say before that kind of YouTube and Facebook and Twitter have kind of made their platforms unfriendly to Pizzagate conspiracy theories. TikTok now has banned the hashtag, but not before it had racked up over 82 million views Ooh, in damn. a few months. It is just interesting to note that this theory that was around in 2016 has now just resurfaced in 2020, but has already seemed to have an even bigger reach than the actual theory. Yeah. So like Pizzagate kind of 2.0 um, in the first week of June, comments, likes and shares of Pizzagate spiked to more than 800,000 people on Facebook and nearly 600,000 on Instagram. And that compares with in 2016 when this conspiracy theory was really at its peak. Um, there was only 512,000 interactions on Facebook and 93,000 on Instagram. So it's having such a wider reach now with the less context mm-hmm. and less facts and well, it's scary that it was once a conspiracy for the radicalized, but now it's kind of... A conspiracy of, for the mainstream. Yeah. It's scary how little control over social media and fake news and, like, TikTok obviously had to do something, but not before 82 million people yeah, had these, it. these platforms can't even control their own content. Where I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? Do you think it's interesting that Pizzagate really came to a head in the 2016 elections and now before the 2020 elections it's come to a head again or do you think this is pure coincidence because I think it's naive for us to think that it's pure coincidence however well I'm not sure because it doesn't it doesn't seem to be drawing in like Joe but I mean maybe I'm unaware of information but I'm yet to see any kind of mention of Joe Biden or his kind of campaign be brought brought into it, whether there's going to be developments in the Pizzagate yeah. theory in the next couple of months, I don't know. And then probably because we're not part of the Q and non-community, who are those older politically-minded people that have taken this as well, but we're not seeing so much of it, it mm. that's probably got a more politically kind of targeted mm-hmm. view of I think Pizzagate. And upcoming to the US election, I think... It's really important to just be really careful and questioning of the media that you are consuming. We know we have to and we all get it wrong. Exactly. And question even when you think you shouldn't be. Like that's why me and Ruby are talking about TikTok and this Pizzagate thing now. And I said, do you think this has anything to do with the election? Because we don't know. But the best thing we can do is just question what we're consuming. Mm -hmm. It's a very interesting conspiracy and it goes on a fucking roller coaster ride and people are creative as fuck yeah like, and it shows the 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 fucked up kind of connections you can make when you really look for it yeah like to be honest it'd be an interesting social experiment to be the creator of a conspiracy theory and just see what that would be kind of fun different tangent no. but like <laughs> It would be... <laughs> it'd be dangerous. It'd be dangerous, but it'd be like a really interesting social experiment. Some of these may have been made up by people wanting to test whether we're just going to subliminally oh God. consume them. Well, they got it wrong because that's we're debunking morbid. it in a podcast. <laughs> anyway, well, that's kind of... That's kind of Pizzagate and Pizzagate 2.0, if that's yeah. what this new era of it is. Um, if you guys have any questions about Pizzagate or any more info about how you've been seeing it spread or you want to write us a piece on it, Come and talk to us about all of this 
in the Facebook group or come see us on Instagram. Got anything else to add, Rubes? Sharing our podcast on the Insta stories is definitely how we get a lot of reach and we love it. We love seeing you guys listening to the podcast. So keep doing that. Yep, we'll be in your ears next week. Lots of love to you all. Big love. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.